Travel, I don't know, as I get older, traveling is not as much fun. Okay. Yeah, I'm, it really isn't. The best thing is if you don't have to travel. Okay, good morning, gentlemen. We're on Lamed Gimel Ahmed Bey's at the Mishnah, Arava Gzula. It's really nice how the, the Gemara is just, it's very organized as we, we go through every single one of the Dalad Minim. It's like we got a checklist over here. Good morning, how are you, Chuck? So, um, and, uh, oh, okay, yeah, we're starting at the Mishnah. Arava Gzula. So now we're at the Arava. They loosely translate that as a willow. So a stolen one also, again, would be no good. Via when it's fully dried out, psula. Shalashera. What happens if it's from a tree that was worshipped as an idol? Vishal irhandidachas. Or if it was from a condemned city. This is a city that was condemned for idol worship. And in, in these, that case, it has to be burnt. So psula, it's no good. Nikdam Rosho, if the top of the Rava is cut off, it's no good. Nifritsu Aleha, if the leaves are spread out. So it's actually easier on the uh, Lulav where it's spread out. I don't know how the Rava is going nif- to spread. If anybody has an idea how that would look. Uh, but um, it probably means that, that some leaves yes and some leaves no. Uh, but uh, that would be no good. Vatsafsasa. That's a tough one to pronounce. That's a different species, a rounded arava psula. Let me take a quick look if we have a picture here. In other words, we're going to see there's more than one type of an arava, but not the tzafsasa, not the the rounded one. It's amazing, in the Pasuk, you know, the first yeah, see the picture here? The, that's the tafsasa, the way the, the standard arava are elongated. Let's see if we can. This is the no good one, and these are the standard ones. Yeah. The first one is the esrit. Mm-hmm. So we skipped, we went to Lulav. <laughs> right, we how, went, right. Uh, the hadas, the arava, and we're saving the esrit seemingly for last, right? Right, we'll have to yeah, find out why it does that. What? <laughs> Rabbi Cohen wants to know why the why we did, we should have started with the esrog first, if that's mentioned first in the pasuk. Okay, we'll have to see. Um, but at any rate, the brand called the type of willow called the tzafsasva, <laughs> that's no good. Kamusha. What if it's just a little bit kamusha, a little bit withered, uh, dried out? Or bishenishu mixes allow, or there's only some of the leaves left, uh, or bishobal, or it doesn't grow by the water, it just grows by a field. So all of these cases shera. In other words, usually it's uh, uh, the willows grow by the water, but this one just grows by a field. Um, it's still good. Let's see more. Tanarabaran, we learnt arve nachel. It says willows of the stream. Uh, that the simple meaning is that these are willows that should grow by the water. If they don't grow by the water, they're no good. But Davar Achar, the another pshat, Arve Nachal, Sha'ola Shalom Masha Kanachal. No, it's not referring to where it grows. It's referring to the leaves. The leaves are elongated like, like a water stream. In other words, they're not like round like the Safsasva. They look like the river. They look like it flows like a river. Uh, Masha Kanach. Tanya Idach, a third pshat. 
I would only know the Yoravas to grow by the by the waterside. Shell Balva, Shell Hare. What about if it grows in a regular field or it grows on the mountaintops? Tambalomar, Arve Nachamikomakam. That no, it uses the word Arve as a reboy, even all these other types of willows. Meaning you should have said Arev? Yeah, uh, I guess so. Rashi, Arve Mikomakam, Lushin Rabin. It's a Lushin Rabin. What? Yeah, yeah, they're all good. Okay. Let's see the Gemara on the top of Lama Dalit Ahmed Aleph. Abishol Omar. Arve Stein. The word Arve means more than one. So, um, <coughs> a minimum of two. What, where do you have two mitzvos with a ravas? So, Achasalulav, Achasalamikdosh. One for the Lulav and the other one for the special ceremony in the Beit HaMikdosh of the Ravas. Um, that's a good point. And the Rabbanan, who they learned the Arve, they, they didn't darshan it that way. They used it to tell you that um, uh, even if it doesn't grow by the mountain, how are they going to know the Ravas and the Migdosh? Uh, Rabbanan and the Migdosh, the answer is, that's Halacha Moshe Misinah. That's not from the Pazabes. The Ravas that we do on the last, on Hoshana Rabbah, that's all uh, Halacha Moshe Messina. The Torah doesn't mention about the beating of them and the taking, and that, that's all Halacha Moshe What? The Halacha Moshe Messina? I guess, I don't know. Yeah, they maybe didn't have it. Yeah. So, Omer of Yochanan, and we have a tradition about which things are Halacha Moshe Messina. Um, they are Esther Natios. Of the ten saplings, Arava and this Akamayim, all those three halachas are all halacha Moshe Misina. Um, okay. Tan Rabbanan, our rabbis learn, Arve Nachag Dil Ma'anachag. That it's the willows that tend to grow by the water. What's this That's a totally separate, I think it's in Klayim, the Esenetius. Oh, I'm sorry, it's in Shvius, in the sabbatical halacha. So the. Um, Rashi brings it. Um, it's the uh, it's the different sizes of fields for the laws of Shvius. It's a totally separate uh, area of halacha. That particular size, that's a halacha Moshe Misina. So, Arve Nachag Dil Mal Nachag Prat Litzafta excludes this rounded Aravaliv Hagdila Benaharim. That's typically a mountain, a mountain willow. Michael, is there a name for it? Is it different? Doesn't ring a bell. A weeping willow? Did you did you see this picture? This was the I picture did. of the. Uh, um, oh no, I didn't see that one. How about a weeping willow? Because I know that's not that's not kosher. Is that a different type, the weeping yeah, one? It's more round, I think. I think a weeping willow is more round. More sapsa. Yeah. yeah. I have a lot of willows at the farm, but they all. They're more like this, right? In the middle, most, like this. Most of them. I mean, there is one that does look kind of like that. What is this one called? Sapsa. I can't pronounce it. Yeah. Um, okay. So um. You have pussy willows and all. I mean, it, it, it is hard to tell them. It, it's easier to tell them from the growth habit versus the foliage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Omer, um, Omer of Micra, Where do you see the pasuk that this sastafa is not so good? So Omer, it's because it says like this: Kacha Mayim Rabim Sasasishmo. Um, it says, um, take it on, um, it, it says, take a, take a willow from where there's a lot of water, it's called a safsasa. 
Um, and so that implies that, that it's a different species. Take something besides the Arava. Um, let's see the Rashi here, three lines down in the middle. Micro. The Sapsagrus, how do you know it's a bad thing and it's not a species of a willow? The Nirba Mearbe wouldn't it be? We said before that there are many kinds of willows. Uh, not only the water ones, even the ones that grow on mountaintops. So what's wrong with the Sapsasa? Because the Pusik says like this Kachamaim Rabim Sapsa Shmok, and a fair slay revo, Osa Shinisha Ochosa Maim Rabim Nasa Sapsasa. Take the ones that grew on the water and they became a safsasa This is a rebuke. Uh, this pasuk in Yecheskel is uh, is saying something bad, is something strong. So you see, the safsasa must be not a not, not a good thing. It's not not your standard willow. Um, okay, we'll see more about that in a minute. But uh, either way, from the fact that it uses that term, it calls it a sasa, so you see it's a different term. Amrle Abaya, how do you know it's a different term? Dilma Purusha Kamafarish, maybe it's explaining. Kachalmaim Rabim, take from a thing that grows near lots of water. What is that to Sapsasa? So then if uh, that's that that's just the species that grows in water and it's not a bad thing. So in Cain, my Shamo, what does it mean Shamo? That's its name. You see it has a different name. Now What's the negative over there? What's the rebuke? I said that the Jewish people should be like something that grows on all the waters. What's that? And they, they made themselves like the mountain willow. Again, it's a... The something that grows on lots of waters... Is is a uh, is a positive thing that it grows. It's 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 a growth uh, type of thing, and instead we made ourselves like a sastasa. It's not real clear. Um, it's not something that's no, black I and white. Tell you, there are uh, varieties of pussy willows that don't have. They do grow more like a shrubby, and they they don't grow in a river side. Hmm. I wonder if that's what it's kind of talking about. Yeah. Some people learn this same thing, but they learn it on the Mishnah. And we'll see this particular way is almost identical. It says, take it on the grows on the waters. That's called a safsista. Uh, and it's a different species. Maybe it's explaining. Take the, these grow on lots of waters. That's the safsista, which is the, is the regular rava. So then, what does it mean? It has a different name. I said the Jewish people would be like something that grows on all kinds of waters. Usually waters are spiritual water, like Torah. And what is that? And instead, they made themselves like the plant, uh, the safsasa that grows on the mountains. But from the, this series of prophecies in Yechezkel, it's clear that the safsasa is a different species, um, and it's uh, said in a negative way. It's, I, I meant you to be an Arava, and instead you ended up a Okay. But the bottom line is that that's not eligible for the Arava of the Dawid Mina. Son Rabba, how do you define an Arava? Is a Sasasa. And how do you define the Sasasa? Arava, the Arava, Konishalo, Edom. 
the stick is reddish, and the leaves are elongated, and the mouth is smooth. Safsasa, whereas the safsasa plant, it's more white, the stick is more white. This picture has it like a white stick, if you looked at that, and it had these as red sticks. But neither one is right. I mean, our rubbers are not bright red, and our, I can't imagine it's really white, but he just uh, does that in order to be, um, it could be reddish or whitish. Okay. And his leaf is round. Um, now, the one thing, we, the, the mouth of it is like a sickle. It's, uh, um, it, it's almost serrated. Um, instead of, uh, like the arava has a smooth, a smooth, uh, uh, is, is more smooth. I but Tanya Domulamago Kosher. But didn't we learn an arava that's like a sickle is good? Domulamoser puzzle. Now if it's like a um uh, a serrated knife it's it's puzzle. So um how can we say that the um So it uh, is supposed to be smooth, then what you're saying. Yeah, it's supposed to be smooth, not not serrated. Um so um but we're saying that a, that a little bit serrated is okay. And we just said that the arava is no good because it's serrated. So, There's a third thing, third kind of arava called the gila arava, the arrow arava, uh, and that one is good. And that one is a little bit serrated. That one is kasha. Why not? It's, it's, uh, the chilfa um, the means an arava. So, the Morris says, It's not a plain chilfa, it's a gila chilfa. Uh, that I would have thought it's no good. Kamashmalan it is. Well, it has a different name. So say it's no good. The answer is uh, uh, So the, uh, basically, again, the Torah uses the word arve nachal, which means types of willows that grow by the sea, which implies that there are multiple kinds. But the Gemara has explained that there's this one kind called the safsasa, that's a different coloring. As we said, it's whitened instead of red. And the leaves are round instead of elongated. And it's serrated instead of smooth. And then the Gemara mentioned, but there is a type of willow that the leaves are a little serrated. It's kosher. Uh, and that's called the, the chilfagila. So uh, is that good or not? The Gemara says that one is good. So we, um, uh, even though it's a little bit serrated, it's not, not a lot serrated, it's not totally smooth, but that's a, that's closer to it. I, I don't know if he has a picture of the Kofagiri. He just you know, he skips to the Esrog in that in the, in the book picture book that we have. Okay, so that like all things, there's some that are good and there's some that are no good. Now it's uh, the more just wants to point out the word that was commonly used for arava changed um, when we mentioned the Kofagila. Where do we get that word Kofa from? So Kofa is another word for arava. So he says that, oh, when did they start co- calling a rubber skilfa? There are certain words that change over time. So he says that uh, once the base of was destroyed, certain words changed. What are they? Chilfasa, They started calling a chilfa an arava and a rubber a chilfasa. What it is? Lulav. That's a lulav. So the word chilfa began to mean lulav. They started calling that a lulav. Shipara shofra chatzosra. The word, the shofar, they call the trumpet. Chatzosra, trumpets, they call the shofar. nafkamina. And what's the difference? Uh, uh, why do we need to know that they changed the name? The shofar, shofar, shana. 
can't use the trumpet on Rosh Hashanah, you have to use the shofar. And then finally, there's something called the Pesorta and a Pesora. They used to be called the Pesorta, and they changed it to Pesora. And the one that they call a Pesora, they call a Pesorta. That's when you buy and sell. These are different sized tables. One of them is big and one is small. You ordered on eBay, and you ordered one, and you got the other. The question is, can you take it back? Is the one with the, the, the test a longer one because the word's longer? Because the other letters are the same. I wonder which one's longer. One word is slightly longer, and they're almost all the same Well, whatever it was, they switched. <laughs> they called the big one the small one, and the small one the big one. We get used to Amazon, where you could take everything back, you know. But in uh, uh, that, in some ways, that's how Amazon got you, you know, because uh, once you take it, usually you're hesitant to order because you're not sure, and they make it easy to take it back, and so they they notice that people order a lot more. But uh, uh, regular business, if you paid for something called a, a pesorta and you got a pesora, you'd want to take it back. So the terms ch- uh, change. Omar uh, there's one that I'm familiar with, and that has to do with the different stomachs of the cow. They used to call the beikose, there's a stomach where the veins look like cups. They called it the hovilo, and then they ch- changed the hovilo and they called it the beikosa. But I get confused by the stum- the stomachs. The, the, the one time I knew them, the abs- absomosum and the, the reticulum and the, you know? Yeah. There's like four stomachs of the, of the cow. And so, now, um, why do you need to know what they are? If you found a needle in them. So the, some of the walls of some of the stomachs are thicker than others. And the thicker wall, so needle doesn't do so much damage, but the thinner one, it does. So you need to know which stomach did they find the needle in. Okay. They actually changed the name of the country. They used to call it Bavel, and then they changed it to Bursif, and then Bursif they called Bavel. What's the difference? When they write divorce papers, they have to be very careful to write the place, uh, the place where it happened. Yeah, they call it Midwood Flatbush. Oh, really? Some, I don't know what the word flatbush isn't real flatbush. Midwood, technically it's midwood, but they call it flatbush. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that even happens in our time. What exactly. they, well, they used to call it, you know, they changed the name. They used to call it Brookhaven. It used to be, you know, part of Soko yeah, Hills or whatever. Because, that's because they're taking over more areas. That's why it's become a lot of areas that are now Brookhaven that didn't used to be because Brookhaven is. There are different reasons why that happens, yeah. but names change over time. Yeah. Okay, let's see the Mishnah. Rabbi Shmuel Omar. So, all right, so we've gone through all four. Uh, actually, in the three, we didn't get to the Yesro yet. But we've gone through three, and we've explained which things are invalid and which things are good. Now, how many do you need? So, Rabbi Shmuel says you need three Hadassim. And uh, you should know, like, every year you know, when you go to the Minim market and you just stand there for a minute or two, you always get the question, which one is three and which one is two? Like, it just, you just, inevitably, like, it's, you know, every year, like, I'm just, well, Hashem, I'm here another year, and it's just a question, who's going to ask that question? Um, but, uh, so, uh, you got to learn the Mishnah, that three Hadassim and two Aravas. And Lulav Echad, one Lulav, and one Esra. Okay. Now, getting back to these Aravas that you need three. Afilushnaim Ketumi Ve'echad. No, going back to the, oh, right, the Hadassim, thank you. Even the Hadassim that you need three. Afilushnaim Ketumi, even two that are not so good, that are cut up a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
even two out of three ain't bad, but actually this is one out of three. Even if two aren't perfect and one is not cut at all, that would be good. One perfect one and two not perfect. Rev Tarfin says, even all three can be cut. Rebbe Kiva says, if you find two of them that one is good, every one, he says, you take one. Rebbe Kiva is very even. Each one, you just take one. Let's see the Gemara. Tanya, Rebbe Shmuel, Omar Rebbe Shmuel says, Omar Priyates Hadar. It says, this is the Pasuk. Take a pre eight hadar. That's one. One esrog. Kapos tomorrow. It says um, take the um, the lulav. That's one. Anaf eight avos. It says take the myrtle that, that we had the, the branch of the uh, hadasa. Now this word uh, eights wood. That's avos where it's like the the leaves played around it. Um, so he says that that implies shlosha three. Even two out of three are cut and one is not, it's good. Tarfin says, uh, he says, three, even three bad ones. Just like you find there's one lulav. So, so far we're just quoting the Mishnah. Now we're going to fight it out. I would have thought if the, um, just like you have three out of four bundled together, maybe you bundle the esrog. Uh, someone was asking this the other day, right? How, why wouldn't you, why is the esrog separate? So, uh, it should be in the bundle. So, let's go back and look at the Pasuk. Where it said pre hadar, it didn't say with a vav, the kapos tomorrow. It said, um, it, it, it didn't say and. It implied it was separate. How about if you're missing one? How do you know if you don't have all four, it's no good? It says, it doesn't say, you take it. You will take it, which means perfect. It has to be, when it uses the word, it means fully. You've got to get each one. He says, I don't get this, the deal here with the uh, Hadassim where some of them are no good. Either way, boy, if you tell me it's got to be perfect, boy, so all three should be perfect. If you don't need it to be perfect, why would you need one? Where'd you get the th- one out of three has to be perfect? You're right, he changed his mind on that. Uh, they got him to uh, the... Um, now, when it says he changed his mind, um, so in the, I, I guess what he, he yeah, he, um, I wonder if he changed his mind that he needs all three to be good. I, think that's, I was looking, did he need all three to be good or did he give up on any of them being whole? So I think he, in other words, that was, that was the question, was either they all got to be whole or none of them do. So he said, you're right, I guess they all got to be whole. We hold like Retarfin was the He told those people, the, the myrtle sellers, he says, Ashvizino, you better lower your prices and sell. You better be more reasonable. Don't take advantage when you sell people the Dalaminim. The Elo, and what if you don't want to listen to me? Then I'm gonna tell everybody that Allah is like Riftarfin. 
that uh, the you don't need the perfect ones. Uh, that will even the uh, we can be lenient and take the inferior ones, and then all of a sudden the price of the hadassim will go down, to make them. Uh, so that that's that was that was what he was. Uh, he, 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 Shmuel holds like Yeah, in other words, uh, people were knowing to get the, only the best ones, but they were charging the ones that were not cut, uh, that had not been broken or whatever, and so he was the prices were going up. So he said, if you if you um, Unless you lower the prices, I'm going to tell everybody that they don't have to be makbid, that they be the best, the ones that weren't cut or broken on the top, they can even use the ones that were broken. So, my time, Elaine, Mishum, to make a. Right, but he always held. That's what I'm saying. He didn't change anything. Shmuel said from the beginning, even before. Yeah, but, he but, but he didn't teach people that way. He didn't. He didn't oh, oh. So, he's threatening them. He's yeah, telling yeah. the salespeople, I'm going to tell everybody that they don't have to be makbid to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my timer. What's the reason? Uh, if you're looking for a lenient view, and you're just threatening them that we're going to follow the lenient view because you're too expensive, why don't you just do like Revi Kiva? They only need one instead of three. So the answer is uh, It's actually easier to find three broken ones. Chad lo to get a perfect one is not so common. So uh, actually to, 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 uh, to say that um, even though Revi Kiva only requires one, the one that he requires has to be not cut. Whereas like the, the most lenient view would be Ritarfin who says you can take the broken ones. Uh, the ones that are... Uh, apparently they, uh, they uh, just the way they grow, the top leaf falls off or it gets handled. It, uh, it's, it's hard to find one that's perfect on the top. Okay, new Mishnah. There's a Gemara like that in one other place. It, it's a question like the, um, uh, is the, is the halacha, can you take halachic revenge? <laughs> right? In other words, well, you guys are selling too expensive, let's change the rules. We've seen other what? I think we've seen other examples Yeah, too. we've seen it in some, some other there, places as well. I think some of the situation, but the, the more, they, you know, they would always make whatever... Another thing for Mitzvah, I think, like that, where they said, we're not going to we'll go the maple way, and then mm-hmm. we'll drive the prices down. Yeah. It's interesting that we, the Gemara says, Hilchus like Shmuel, but uh, as far as I know, we go like Rebbe Shmuel. <laughs> right. You know, Shmuel says, Hilchus like but as far as I know, we're doing three and two. Right, right. So, so, you, on Rabbi on the yeah. so sometimes it's just not the end of the discussion. Right. In other words, it, it, the, the discussion continued on, but an Argomorrah where it finished off that day, they yeah. said that was the halacha. Okay, new Mishnah, Esrog Agazel. Stolen Esrog. Vahayavish or a dried out one, puzzle. Just like the other medium so far that uh, also mm-hmm. can't be dried out. Let's say it was worshipped or it was from the city that's condemned, puzzle. Shell Orla, what if it's about from a tree that's in its first few years? That's also possible. Shell Trumatmea, what about if it belonged to a Kohen and it's Tame? Puzzle. Shell Trumatora, what about if it's a Kohen but it's Tahar? Lo Yito, it shouldn't be taken, but if it was taken, it is good. Um, okay. We'll see in the Gemara the discussion. Shell Demai. What about if you're not sure if it was tithed? What about if it's my sushani that's miser, but it can only be in Yushalayim? Uh, so 
obviously outside of Yerushalayim you can't shake it because it's it's supposed to be taken to Yerushalayim. But what about in Yerushalayim? So even in Yerushalayim you shouldn't do it ideally. But if you did, in Yerushalayim it works. Also, Chazazus Arova. What happens if you get Chazazus on your esrog? Uh, get bumps. Rashi, Kamin, Abuos, Dakus. What we call them, like a blister? Bumps. Uh, but there's a certain bump that's natural on an esrog. If he, this is an, an, a non-natural bump. Like a scar. Like a scar. Yeah. Early in his life, and then it healed over. Uh-huh. So if it's only on the minority, that's no problem. Because um, uh, I'm sorry, if it's on the majority, Al Rovo, or Nut Pit Musso, or the Pitam's gone, or Nikliff, or the skin is peeled. It's like there's a, a piece of skin, just like the orange in the rind. Some of the rind of the estrog is missing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> nistak or Nistak. So here's a picture of this. Um, 173. That's the, uh, the crack. I don't think I've ever seen that shy with. It's oh, a cracked S rope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's got a scratch. Or a nikov, or it's got a hole. The chaser koshu, and it's missing something, puzzle. You can't have an esrog that's missing. Also, chazazis amuta. On the other hand, if you just get a chazazis, you get this uh, blister, or the it's only on, on a small part, or natal uksa, or not the top part, not the pitam, but the bottom part, the ukis, is taken. Below, it's not missing anything, kasha. Next, esrog akushi. What about if it's a kushi esrog, an esrog from kush? Rashi says it's black. Ever seen a black esrog? <laughs> What? Yeah, uh, it's no good. No black esther. What about if it's green? Uh, is that good or not? Remeir says it is good. Rabbi Yehuda Puzzle. There's, isn't the Mar- I believe the Moroccan esrogs are green, right? The, isn't there? Yeah, there's certain types are. Could be it's it's the it's not as it's it's still a yellow green rather than a full green. Sheer esrog cotton. What's the smallest an esrog could be? Rav Meir says as long as it's the size of a nut. Rav Yehuda says no, it's got to be the size of a, a bea, an egg. Ubagado, what's too big of an esrog? Kadeshi okeshnai biyado. You have to be able to hold two esrogim in one hand. Divir Rav Yehuda. Once it's too big, so it's a funny definition. I suppose it depends on how big your hands are, what you hold, or the average person can hold two. Rabbi Yossi says, Even if it takes two hands to hold one, uh, it would be kosher. That's, uh, but if, I guess if you can't hold it even in your two hands, then at that point it would be too big.